Hello and welcome to the Apple Insider Podcast. This is your host, Stephen Robles, and joining me this week from across the pond, William Gallagher. Hey, William. Hello. What do you mean, the Apple Insider Podcast? There are two of them now. You've come out with another one. Uh, Congratulations on that. I, I, I love the topic. It's really dear to my heart. I, I will be sending you questions. That's wonderful. Yes. If you have not checked it out yet, do look at HomeKit Insider. You can look at the posts on appleinsider.com or search your favorite podcast app for HomeKit Insider. Andrew and I are doing that all about HomeKit products, and we talk about some projects we're doing at our homes and in our homes and about upcoming stuff that's coming out, news, new HomeKit cameras, all that kind of stuff. So check that out, HomeKit Insider. We'll put a link to the show notes of this show to bring you over to that show in Apple Podcasts, and you can check that out. And I also want to say right here at the beginning of the episode, you know, we have an international audience. We have people that listen to the Apple Insider podcast all over the world, and there are definitely events going on in the United States right now that are pretty troubling. We will probably touch on those at the end of the show, and again, pertaining to how Apple has responded to it. We're going to talk about some normal Apple news and some things that uh, have gone up on the site, but we will address how Apple uh, is responding to the events in the United States uh, at the end, because Tim Cook had a a wordy letter about that. So first, I wanted to cover, uh, we talked about the Apple Glass on the show a couple weeks ago, the augmented reality devices. This article just went up actually by William talking about how Apple may plan to use the AR technology in viewing sports. Yes. And so maybe, William, maybe maybe you can tell us a little bit about uh, what that means and what they might be planning to do. Well, I've got to say, the first thing is, I, a very long time ago, I worked on a radio show, a sport, a sport on Saturday radio show. I know nothing about sports. I watch no sports. I do no <laughs> sports. And I'm reading this paper, and it's really interesting about AR and how things go. And the, it's all about sports. The, the guy who wrote it is obsessed with uh, basketball. So every example uh, is how you're watching a basketball game. And you see a shoe that one of the players is wearing, and you're interested in that shoe. You might want to click on it. And I'm thinking, it's not a very exciting sports match, but uh, <laughs> it's a way for you to be able to get more details. There is a, a one I, I kind of appealed. He did say alternatively, like the one other example was if you're watching a tutorial for something, maybe you want more details on something in it. But really, he didn't say it. It's, it's how to buy things for it. But the way it would work... It's so interesting because it's uh, AR kit, um, mixed reality, which I've heard of before, but also simulated reality, which I haven't heard of. Uh, I don't happen to have heard of before, where you could be watching a sports cast of some description and it's it can be displayed on a, a Apple Glass style headset, but there's something with it that gives you the ability to choose your perspective, your camera angle effectively, and also to select items like you could tap on some player's shoe this idea that the shoes that the player is wearing might not actually be the shoes the player is wearing they could be an augmented reality copy of the shoe so that it's available for you to pull out and examine and turn around and i'm reading all of this and it's so interesting and all i can think of is what shouldn't you be watching the game what happens to the game what's going on <laughs> if you touch this thing it will pause the game so that you examine things okay all right that i'm in well i am like you william where i don't really watch any sports or have much interest (laughs) in them so we have no more alike than in that area for sure but this is interesting because you may have used the google 
lens, I believe the feature was. It was a thing where you can point your phone camera at a landmark, an architectural object, maybe even a piece of art or a product, you know, something that might be found on Amazon or for sale. And it would, you know, give you information on that object or historical landmark just by the camera seeing it. And it was pretty amazing. So I could see that kind of feature being used in Apple Glass. But then you said something uh, that really sparked my interest, you know, talking about uh, a how-to guide or something. Mm. You know, I do some work on Macs, you know, maybe just swapping out an SSD in a Mac Mini or an iMac or an older MacBook. And how amazing would it be, you know, an integration with a service like iFixit, where if you were working on a Mac and an Apple probably would never do this because it would be avoiding all their warranties as you open the Mac. <laughs> yes. But the ability to, as you're looking at a project that you're doing and you need the next step or you need to know what screw to take out next, that the glasses could actually highlight it for you or, mm. you know, actually walk you through that how-to as you're, as you're looking at it, that would be pretty incredible and powerful use case. I'm still curious. I didn't know if there was any information on this in what you covered, but how you would select something through the glasses. Multiple, multiple ways. Uh, One of them, even though the patent was very carefully trying to cover all bases whilst really just talking about the headset, every now and again, there would be a reference that seemed genuinely useful in other situations. And one of them was you could be watching the game on a touch screen. And so then just tapping the screen would identify what it is. Mm. But there are separate patents uh, filed by other people at Apple going through at the moment uh, that have fingertip device sensors on. And it's meant for all sorts of things like precision awareness of where your hands are in a virtual environment. But with that, you would be able to register a touch and a selection. And there were a few different options like that. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Anyway, this whole thing is now interesting me even more. And so we'll see maybe come fall, fall or early spring, we'll see if Apple Glass uh, becomes a reality. Another bit of news came out were some iOS 14 supposed features, one being a built-in translator and Apple support to Safari. You know, if you browse on some websites, they might have kind of the Google Translate built-in widget where it will translate the website for you. Mm. This is rumoring that that feature could be built into Safari on iOS where you could translate a website from another language in the web browser, in Safari, no third party needed, and the ability for Apple Pencil support to be built into some websites, which I think is very cool. Um, you know, how cool it would be if you're reading something and would just like to circle or highlight as you're on the web page and then export that as a PDF. I think there's a lot of powerful applications for that. I was curious with the the translator, have you ever used kind of the Siri built-in translation features? I think so. I, I do quite a lot of translated Really, but my mind goes straight to the fact that I'm on today is my 383rd day of learning French on Duolingo, and Ooh. most of the time I do it through my iPhone. But I've actually found it's an awful lot quicker if I'm at my Mac to go to Duolingo.com. I can just type the answers in faster. You know, it was actually interesting. I was trying to use Siri to find out what the English meaning was of a foreign word, mm. and Siri told me it couldn't do it. Oh, it said it couldn't translate into English when I was speaking another language. Now, that might be different if my iPhone was actually set for a different default language. You know, if I had Italian or French as the language of my iPhone and I asked in that language to translate it to English. Uh, But I thought that was interesting that I wouldn't recognize I was speaking in English and I was asking about a specific foreign word, foreign language word, 
So yeah, I just thought that was curious. Uh, it must you must be right because uh, I find with Duolingo when I am on the phone and it's typing, uh, even very common French words it won't also correct, uh, but it will if they are even remotely similar to a British word like uh, combien. Uh, the other day was uh, translated autocorrected into combine, hmm. uh, which makes sense, but because it's like it's it's expecting English input and will juggle anything to provide from that. Uh, so yeah, that makes sense um, vocally as well. Right, it's interesting. You know, I actually used to sing some classical music back in college. Wow. And while I don't remember what a lot of it meant, I knew I could sing Je veux que le matin l'ignore le nom que j'ai dit la nuit et convent de l'obre sombre. How rude. Is that what that says? <laughs> Sorry. I have no idea. I thought if I just threw that in. <laughs> I don't know what I said either, but I remember singing it. I think it was a, a more of a love song. So that just shows my endearment for you, William. Oh. But uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so the last uh, bit of news I wanted to cover is this rumor that Apple might still be mulling a services bundle. There was a code snippet in iOS 13.5.5 that led to this. This was a rumor a while ago that was saying that maybe Apple will offer a bundled services option. You know, you have Apple News Plus, Apple Arcade, Apple Music, now Apple TV Plus. Plus you have iCloud if you uh, subscribe to that. This bundling, I have to say, I would be very tempted by a bundle. I actually subscribe to most of those. Apple TV Plus, I'm still in that free year period. Again, I want to talk about a show in a minute that might tempt me to continue with that subscription. But I definitely subscribe to Apple Music and iCloud, the two terabyte package. Apple News Plus I tried, and uh, we I think we talked about it briefly, but I did not renew that. Yeah. But I don't, does a subscription bundle tempt you at all? And what subscriptions would you hope would be bundled in that? I can't believe how much I want to give Apple money. I would buy a bundle straight away. <laughs> I have actually, since we last spoke about, just in about the last uh, 10 days, two weeks, I have re-upped with Apple News Plus. Um, if you use the regular Apple News on its own and you don't ever try Plus, then I think it's really good and it adapts to what you read and it's useful. If you then try Plus, it's all great and fine. But when you come off Plus, it remembers all the things you liked reading on it and keeps recommending them even though you can't get there. So I was fine. It was constantly asking me to subscribe to things. and. In the end, uh, also my fa I use family sharing and the rest of my family were finding this as well. In the end, it's like, oh, I'll give it one more go. And in with the lockdown stuff, I have actually found I've been reading quite a lot more. So I'm back on the Apple News Plus, at least for a few months. And I adore Apple Music. Um, I know the show you're going to recommend for Apple TV, but I, I just know which one it's going to be. And as much as I can, I haven't seen that one, as much as I can admire lots of the shows, as much as I enjoy them when I draw them, none of them have grabbed me enough to make me absolutely certain I'll continue. Um, and I've not even once opened Apple Arcade, so... I mm -hmm. don't know. But music, iCloud, Apple News Plus, that would be enough for me. Except actually, isn't it music that's said to be the problem, that there's some sort of um, record label deals and things? I don't know, they preclude bundles, but they make it difficult in some way. Have I, am I making that up? I'm not sure, but I, it does not seem far off from being possible. Yeah. Uh, typically, labels will not make it easy. But, you know, they do offer the family subscription to Apple Music, you know, for $15. Uh, well, I guess which is curious because Apple Arcade, I think, is $5 no matter what. Same yeah. thing with Apple TV+. Plus. It's only the music. And Apple News. Yes, it's yeah, only yeah. Apple uh, Apple Music. 
but it feels like Apple is growing in a way. Like uh, they brought in family sharing a few years ago for apps, uh, but only a limited thing, and then a bit more, and then Apple Music came out, and they added this extra tier of family sharing, and now all the other services have family sharing anyway. It's like they are trying it and getting as far as they can. And it actually, I suppose it's another thing that makes me think that like record labels might be pushing back a bit. But still, that, that £15 I spend a month on Apple Music here in the UK for my whole family, oh, such a bargain. Yes. Oh. And so I would be curious too if they would maybe bundle, you know, get these three services or choose which three services for this amount of money. Mm-hmm. You know, if someone's not interested in Apple Arcade but wants news, music, and TV or doesn't want news and wants TV, music, and iCloud or something else, I would be uh, very curious. You know, the iCloud thing too, it always surprises me when I run into someone who does not pay for any extra iCloud storage and doesn't understand that nothing on their phone is really being backed up. (laughs) That that their photos, their phones, all their data, it it just boggles my mind. And so I, I... a wish that Apple would raise the free tier uh, so that people could actually back up their iPhones. I think that would be that's been long in the tooth, really needed. Uh, but to bundle that iCloud storage, maybe with anything, you know, maybe just with the music or something else, so that more people would do that, make me feel better. That's good. Uh, yes, <laughs> the people's stuff be backed up. The Apple Arcade thing, you know, especially if you have kids. Um, my kids have an iPad that they share. You know, they're always wanting to try these free games. As you probably know, and many of our listeners know, the free games that you can find on the App Store are not great, and the ads and the other stuff that you have to deal with with these free-to-play games and the in-app purchases, it's really a mess. And so Apple Arcade, I've told my kids, listen, if you're going to download a new game, it's an Apple Arcade game. We're not going to do any of this other stuff uh, with these free... Because then, you know, it's like, oh, can we do this in-app purchase? Or, you know, they have to see these ads and you can't really control the ads. Sometimes the ads can be a little weird, maybe even bordering on not appropriate for the age. So I'm a big Apple Arcade proponent, especially for kids. And the one game, if you have kids or if you just want to try it out, uh, that actually was a big hit for my kids was Sneaky Sasquatch. Um, (laughs) It sounds wild, but uh, Sneaky Sasquatch, they actually play it on the Apple TV with the uh, Nimbus controller, you know, those Bluetooth uh, controllers that you can pair with Apple TV. Oh, yeah. And it was a big hit uh, with all my kids. My my four-year-old plays it uh, and my eight-year-old. It's a, it's kind of hilarious. So you play as well, do you? Yes. No, no, yeah. no. I have oh, seen no, them no, play. No, no. I've no. seen them play, and it is a, it's very interesting. Uh, so that's a great game. I'll put a link in show notes to Sneaky Sasquatch. Uh, but there are some other fun games on Apple Arcade too. And for five bucks a month, new games are coming out all the time. The Sneaky Sasquatch game actually had a massive update that opened a whole new area of the world, and so that's kind of cool. You know, that update comes with the subscription, and the whole game gets bigger and and more immersive. So, yeah, pretty cool. Kids happy with it? Is it satisfying? Are there enough games that they're not complaining at you? Uh, I don't know about enough games. You know, the the Cyanora Wild Hearts, they tried that, and it was fun, but short-lived. You know, that lasted a few days even, because you can beat it pretty like in one sitting, really. And like other games, there was a Quest, like an RPG-style game, or Oceanhorn, I believe it's called. And that lasted a couple days, but uh, not not lasting. The Sasquatch one has been the only one that has lasted uh, that they'll continue playing. So I do. It does need more games uh, that are that will last uh, a while. 
Hopefully that that gets better over time and in the near future, but uh, worth trying out. You know, you get that free trial and, you know, if you try a bunch of games during that free trial, maybe you'll find one that sticks. I take it they don't have things like Scrabble on there. That doesn't feel like it would fit. Yeah, I mean, on an iPad, that would be kind of cool, especially if you could do like multiplayer. Do you know what's going on with the official? uh, It's one of the few games I know, the official uh, Scrabble app. Do you know the story of what's going on with that at the moment? No. It ends uh, sometime in June. Uh, EA is pulling it and it's being officially replaced by an alternative. But the alternative uh, will not let you play the computer. You have to play somebody across the internet. It is riddled mm. with adverts and things. It's just, it's obnoxious. Wow. Uh, so basically, I'm trying to finish all my Scrabble games before June. Give up. So if it existed somewhere else, I'd be very tempted. Well, maybe, maybe. I mean, Apple can always uh, buy a board game. <laughs> You know, just buy out Monopoly and uh, have that. This episode is brought to you by Clean My Mac X. Clean My Mac X is an all-in-one cleaning and optimizing software. First of all, you've probably heard me talk about it a couple times before. One of my favorite features is I was looking for something that when I delete an app, it cleans up all those helper and support files that I don't have to go and poke around to my application support and make sure that app is totally gone. Clean My Mac X does it for me. When I want to delete something, it searches my entire computer and makes sure everything goes with the app. Clean My Mac X is one package that combines the most useful features for your Mac. It even gives you a system scan to detect outdated junk files, and it lets you see what exactly takes up that valuable space in your Mac storage by building a virtual map. I love the UI of this app. It's very clean and modern design. Every feature is clear and you get step-by-step explanations on every tweak Clean My Mac X does on your Mac. And I've never mentioned this before, it has an incredibly informative menu bar icon. And when you click that menu bar, it'll give you the free space on your Mac, the CPU load, the RAM memory that's available, and a bunch of other essentials. The menu is beautifully designed and gives you a sneak peek at everything going on at your Mac system. So visit macpaw.com slash podcast. That's M-A-C-P-A-W dot com slash podcast to download Clean My Mac X today. And use our special coupon code Apple Insider to receive 5% off. When you visit macpaw.com slash podcast, click the buy now button, scroll to the bottom of your screen, and enter the promo code Apple Insider before completing your purchase. You can also get Clean My Mac X now in the App Store. Our thanks to Clean My Mac X and MacPaw for sponsoring this show. So all that bundling to get to uh, one topic I wanted to touch on, Apple TV Plus, you and I have actually talked about it on the show, but kind of looking for some show on Apple TV Plus that we really enjoy. You know, I've actually enjoyed For All Mankind, uh, which had since that season ended, uh, waiting for that to come back. But I kept seeing advertisements for Defending Jacob. And this is an Apple TV Plus original. Again, one of the benefits of Apple TV owning the hardware and the service is they can really put shows in front of you every time you open up (laughs) the Apple TV app. I I don't know about you, but I kind of have a visceral reaction when something's over-advertised to me. I don't want to participate. (laughs) I just, uh, I I resisted it. Uh, You know, I had even heard good things about it. I mean, big names, Chris Evans is in it. Actress uh, Michelle Dockery, Lady Mary Crawley from uh, Downton Abbey. Uh, She's, you know, that's where you might know the actress from. Uh, Cherry Jones is in it uh, as a lawyer. 
And so I, I resisted watching it for a while because it was just seemed over-advertised. And then I finally, I kind of got to the end. I was like, I don't know what to watch. Let's try it. And my wife and I started the series. It is based on a novel. This is not a spoiler. I won't do any spoilers because William hasn't seen it either. And so I don't want to spoil it for any of you. Uh, but the premise of the show is that this teenage boy is accused of committing murder on a fellow classmate. And uh, the entire season, it's only eight episodes. Uh, the season is about uh, the investigation and then the court scenes of what happens uh, throughout the case. That might not seem like an exciting premise, but I have to tell you, it is an engrossing show. After the first episode, uh, my wife and I were both like, you know, we really want to keep watching this because we really want to know what happens. And uh, the two uh, main actors, Chris Evans and Michelle Dockery, I think do an incredible job in the show. And even the son, who's played by Jaden Martell, he plays Jacob Barber. It's the Barber family. Uh, he is uh, very good in this show as well. A beautiful cinematography. It's beautifully shot. The music is unsettling when it needs to be. And so kudos to um, Apple on that, on the score and everything. But uh, it was the first show where I would say, you know, I would highly recommend to anybody. Uh, it is not uh, graphic or anything like that. So don't, don't think... Um, it's not like that. It's not like an HBO kind of Game of Thrones level uh, gore or anything like that. It's it's pretty tame. We just really enjoyed it. And so I would highly uh, recommend checking it out. If you got that Apple TV Plus free trial still going, uh, check it out, you know, before it ends. I recommend you try, William. Without spoilers, that bit you said before it ends, uh, before your trial ends. Uh, the show itself, I don't know if it's coming back for a second run or not. Does it complete in this run? You're not left hanging. No, it's so I looked it up too because I was really curious when I when we finished the season I wanted to know is there more of this coming? There's no second season planned, unknown whether it will come, but if it never comes, I would be satisfied with these 8 episodes. Oh yeah. Um yeah. there is an amount of closure, but also enough uh mystery to to really make you think uh, at the end of the show. And uh, it's got a lot of deep themes, a lot of real life issues and themes that are dealt with. And uh, yeah, I would highlight you will be satisfied by the end. It won't be a, a terrible cliffhanger that just makes you mad that you watched <laughs> the eight yes. episodes. Um, okay. Thanks. Well, uh, let me provisionally recommend something right back. Yes. Little Voice is coming in July. And I think this is the last show that Apple pushed in its original March unveiling. I've been waiting for it for ages. Uh, I can't pronounce the name of the lead woman, <laughs> singer, songwriter, actor. J.J. Uh, Abrams is producing it. Uh, it it's mm. a musical drama. It's coming in July. And that one I'm hanging out for. I'm waiting for that. Very nice. Well, and I will do one more recommendation. This is um, another Apple TV Plus original. Uh, the show is called Home. Oh, yes. I really like Home. Yes. I enjoy it, too. You know, it's about uh, it's a docu-series and it's about architects and engineers and families who build their own very unique homes in different parts of the world. You know, the, the house and the engineering and architecture is interesting. And also learning about some of these families and the choices they made. Uh, I think it's a great show. And so, again, if you're looking for something you might enjoy on Apple TV+, Plus, check out Home. There's a British series called Grand Designs that I think is now being shown in Netflix in the States. And it shows people in a similar... It sounds very similar. They are building the house. And it's always a very... You know, it's not just a two-up, two-down terrace thing. It's an elaborate house, an interesting thing. Yeah. Uh, this feels to me... Home feels to me like uh, a, 
a bit of grand designs where they've just about finished the house and are seeing what's going on so it concentrates on the people for it and and i realized after watching some episodes it's called home it's about the houses but actually it's about the people and it's riveting how quietly gently it just utterly absorbs you and the houses are incredible i mean that very first one oh yeah. they built a greenhouse around their house and things it's yes ah I want to see. I want to go there. Yeah. Yes, yes. It, it is amazing. We've become Apple TV Plus fans without noticing. Okay. I think I think I might be. I'm telling you, and after you see Defending Jacob, you might really be, uh, you know, a recommendation of the service. That's it. I'm finally canceling D- Disney Plus. Oh, I wouldn't go that far. Disney Plus is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, but I got. I keep meaning I'll just get to the end of this month, and today I got the email saying, thanks for your next month. I was like, no. Oh, okay, I'll, yeah. I'll hang on till Hamilton is on, but no Ah, uh, yes. So I wanted to close the show with uh, what's going on in the United States. Obviously, there was the tragic death of George Floyd, uh, murdered by a police officer. And then there has been some protests. Uh, one of the pieces of news that came out of this, you know, Apple was just reopening some stores here in America uh, after the not after, I mean, now as COVID is still happening, but uh, they were some of the restrictions were being lifted. They were opening some stores and immediately had to close them again for the safety of Apple employees because of the looting that was going on in some cities. And so there's a link to that in show notes. But then also Tim Cook uh, released a letter about what is going on. And we're not going to read the entire letter here, but just a couple points about it. Uh, William covered this on the site. There'll be a link to the full article in show notes. But these are some of the things that Tim Cook, Apple CEO, said about the events. That painful past is still present today, not only in the form of violence, but in the everyday experience of deeply rooted discrimination. We see it in our criminal justice system, in the disproportionate toll of disease on black and brown communities, in the inequalities in neighborhood services, in the educations our children receive. At Apple, our mission has been and always will be to create technology that empowers people to change the world for the better. We've always drawn strength from diversity. Welcome people from every walk of life to our stores around the world and strive to build an Apple that is inclusive of everyone. We commit to looking inward and pushing progress forward on inclusion and diversity so that every great idea can be heard. And we're donating to organizations including the Equal Justice Initiative, which challenge racial injustice and mass incarceration. He ends by saying to the black community, we see you, you matter, and your lives matter. And he goes on to quote Martin Luther King Jr. So it was a very well-worded, wonderful letter from Tim Cook. As far as me personally, um, I agree with his words and that racism needs to end and things need to, uh, to be done to, to end it. So you covered this uh, letter on the, on the website. And, you know, I'm curious, too, what the perspective is from another country seeing what's going on here in America. Uh, it is frightening from over here uh so many friends in the states going on people scared around i mean they talked about that but it didn't need somewhere else in the letter yes but uh, the fear for it and and we can see that from here and we recognize a lot of american politics in uk politics at the moment so uh, mm-hmm. it's just a frightening time all around but i'll tell you something so and a nicer thoughts um I, I agree with you. I thought uh, Tim Cook's uh, message was well written uh, and very calm, and 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 I uh, yeah I quite admire him for it. Him and whoever wrote it with him, but I particularly like this fact that that is uh, with small exceptions, word for word, the same message that he sent to Apple employees last uh, Sunday. Yes, uh, it's not trying to present two different faces. It's not trying to do a PR for customers. Not trying to sell to us in a clever way. He's being 
quite clear and calm. And the only differences are there are some bits in the Sunday one that are only relevant inside, like Apple will do will match employee donations and things like this. He doesn't tell the rest of the world that, he tells the employees who can use it. Uh, and I thought it was strong and clear and, and yeah, I, I admire them. If you want to read his full statement, again, there's a link to show notes in that. And uh, if you reside in the United States, again, be safe out there. You know, COVID-19 is still going on in addition to the protests in the various cities. And so uh, be safe. It's tough. To, it's always tough to end something like that. But anyway, we thank you for joining us this week on the Apple Insider Podcast. Again, we appreciate uh, your feedback and comments. We'd love to interact with you in uh, the post on appleinsider.com when it goes up. You can tweet at William or I on Twitter. Our handles are in the show notes as well. And if you haven't yet, we'd appreciate uh, the five-star rating and review in Apple Podcasts app. And again, links to everything we talked about today is in the show notes. Don't forget to check out HomeKit Insider as well. Uh, Episodes come out every Monday uh, on that podcast. So thanks again for joining us. We'll catch you next time. 